0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Snare drum time means Score North Gopher Show time. Welcome into another edition of the Score North Gopher Show. And thank you so much for listening, whether that be via Apple or Spotify Maybe even that free Score North mobile app. We thank you so much for doing so. And as we get rolling, if you wouldn't mind giving us a positive five star review on Apple, we would greatly appreciate that. I, Ross Brendel, at Brendel Ross on Twitter, greatly appreciate the two gentlemen that are with me today on this edition of the Score North Gopher Show. Mr. Manny Hill at Manny Hill eighty four on Twitter, and Mr. James Murphy at Murph underscore mn on Twitter. Gentlemen, it is good to see you, and primarily, talk a little Gopher hoops.
1: Yeah, it's uh it was a one week hiatus for me. I uh I was on the injury report last week, but I'm I'm off of it this week, so it's good to see you, Ross.
2: He's back. <laughs> Mr. Manny Hill, how you doing? I'm good. Always uh, always a good time to jump on the uh Gopher Show, talk a little gopher hoops, football, whatever whatever it may be, whatever's going on, and uh talking some hoops today. It should be fun.
0: Yeah, as we get rolling, I do need to bring this up. Earlier in the week, if gopher hockey's your thing, I was joined by Jess Myers, a score north alum. Also The Rink Live, we talked go for Hockey, and after the podcast that I did with him, I was able to sit back and just think about last Friday night I was at Mariucci, and I don't think at the time I appreciated how much fun last Friday night was. They had a really good crowd last Friday night, and and Jess kind of talked about it that if they start winning and they win at a high level, people are going to come back. Now, the University of Minnesota, Jess said they— they announced i believe 8800 i don't think it was 8800 in attendance but it was easily probably 65% i mean that was the third game i've been to this year it, hold, it holds 10 right yeah it holds roughly 10 so mm-hmm. i don't think there were there were more than 1200 empty seats but i say this the two previous games i'd been to it was very easy to walk the concourse during periods yeah friday night it was difficult It was difficult to get food, difficult to get to the restroom, difficult to navigate the concourse, and that's a good sign. (laughs) So props to the Gophers. They've worked their way back into the mix. 18% chance, allegedly, if you believe the numbers, to win the Big Ten. Outside shot to get into the NCAA tournament. So that was a ton of fun. If you want more Gopher hockey discussion, it's in this very same feed with Jess Myers from the rink live. But let's... Spend some time talking gopher basketball. Murph, you mentioned you're on a week-long hiatus. The gopher basketball team, the men's team, basically, on a week-long hiatus. They have not played since losing out in Happy Valley. And again, I'm blanking on the name. What is the name of that arena?
1: It's Bryce Jordan That's center? it.
0: Okay, yeah. We're, yeah.
1: We're, I don't know. That, I shouldn't have known that. That was gross. <laughs> but.
0: Where gophers go to die. Right, they just They seemingly never win in that place, although until Saturday – the Gophers were on a recent little winning streak against Penn State. I heard they'd won like five in a row against okay. Penn State, including one earlier this year. Yep. In, in a very close game, and and it was
1: um, a, a similar end to the to the game. Penn State out to a really big lead in the first half, and the Gophers give them a little bit of credit. They do um, they do cut it to six in a in a six point loss, but. Um, you just can't get it down as many points as they did to a team like Penn State, a team that is basically already a lock for the NCAA tournament.
0: So Murph, I would say our friendship is rather new, right? Basically the length of the Score North Gopher show. Sure. The man sitting across from you hmm. has known me for, we've talked about this before. 14 and a half yep, years, yep, basically. 14 and a half, 15 years. In our entire lifespan of watching go for basketball together, we there is seemingly every game or two just awful stretches where they don't come anywhere near putting balls in the basket, mm-hmm. balls in the net. Mm-hmm. They'll literally have stretches every game where they struggle to
2: score the basketball.
0: Five to eight minutes of ineptitude not the right word, but just. No ball movement, right. no no rotation, not finding your best player on the court, bad turnovers. Is it is it the water from the Fortune 500 <laughs> companies in this town that no matter no matter what coach comes to town, we can't
2: solve this problem? Well, and the the other common denominator in all this too, Ross, is that certainly, and I think you'd agree with this for as long as you and I've known each other, the Gophers have always always been bad on the road. I mean. You you take away the Final Four season in nineteen ninety seven, but which, it was taken away. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> to say good point, it was taken away, um, but it did happen. Um, <laughs> outside of that season, I cannot I cannot recall a season in which the Gophers were not at best a below average road team. Yeah, it's, it's it, historically they've always been bad on the road, and it's it's mind boggling to me. It,
0: this is a program where. Seemingly, any time the team wins a road game, no matter who it is, you're almost genuinely surprised that they did. I'll yeah. I'll bring up Ohio State this year. I mean, that was a that was a team they I believe
1: had already beat at home. I think yep. and and so it was a team you know you and, and at that point they were actually. They, the, the wheels were call, kind of falling off for Ohio State at that point when the Gophers did beat them. But we were almost genuinely surprised that they won a road game. It was, I believe, their first road win of the season. And yeah, you like you said, you just didn't see it coming until it, until it happened.
0: For me, when I sit back and I look at this season so far, and we'll get in a little bit to Iowa. It's a big game on Sunday with Iowa, I believe. It, it, we're getting to the point if you can pretty much look at games and say it's a must win. Mm-hmm. I think we're yeah. at that point with Iowa where if you have NCAA tournaments, it is it's a must win. But overall, I think this is worth saying. I've I've been on this bandwagon for a couple weeks now. Murph has Murph and I have went back and forth jokingly. Murph has seen me get caught in some we'll call it nice barbs with with Gopher fans, which I actively encourage, but just. Very upset that three weeks ago I basically said, that this is an NIT team. It's really tough for me to see a path to the NCAA tournament. And I know right now as we sit 12 and 11, roughly a month to go, little less than a month, there is still a path, but you're assuming that they're going to win every game and thread the needle that they need to win. Mm-hmm. And to do that, they're going to have to be the team that pulls the upset. It's not, oh, here are the – I'll make up a number – here are the 10 games that's left. We know they're going to win these 7 and they're going to lose these 3 and that's going to be enough to get into the NCAA tournament. Look at their schedule. What's left that you feel comfortable saying that they'll that they'll win? Northwestern, Northwestern and Nebraska?
2: And, Nebraska. And, e-
0: and and those are on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you just you just <laughs> you just don't know. When has I mean,
2: Nebraska ever been on easy for the golfers to play on the road, even when Nebraska hasn't been good? Yeah, you. It's, no. it's it's never. It's always that's always been another one of those arenas where it's been very difficult for the Gophers to to play well in. And you know, it's so that I, I, you know, I I look at so they're twelve and eleven overall, six and seven in the Big Ten. So they got seven games left in the regular season before the Big Ten tournament. I think, gentlemen, at worst, at worst, to even have a chance for the NCAA tournament, they need to go five and two. And, that's, yep. and that's, that's to even just have a chance, yeah. I think, to get into the NCAA tournament. I don't even think that and guarantees them a spot.
0: Murph and I have discussed this before, and I want Murph to weigh in because I, I know he's got something to say. I I have said 17 wins gets you into the conversation. Yep. So to your point, that's five more. That puts them from 12 to 17. Mm-hmm. 18, I think you can feel pretty good about it based off of their net, where they're currently at right now, as we sit today, Joel Lenardi, Crooked Lenardi, has them on the outside looking in in the first four out. If you run the table, yeah, you're, you're going to get in. Yep. But, uh,
2: anybody, but what are the odds of that?
0: Anybody, uh, not very good, I wouldn't think <laughs> right. that they are. Anybody <laughs> no. who sits here, I, this is where I really started taking heat was people kept telling me, it was after the Illinois game where I basically said, we now know this is an NIT team. And all I got was, this is not part of the equation to make it to the NCAA tournament. And I openly told, I think, two people, I love this argument. Because if they are left on the first four out, you're going to tell me that they didn't need to beat Illinois to make it to the NCAA <laughs> tournament? <laughs> if they would have beaten Illinois, they would have made it to the NCAA right. tournament. I'm not actively cheering for the NIT. I don't want that to happen. It seems like you are sometimes. I, it, it it does, <laughs> but I, I, I just... I want people to have realistic expectations. When, when is a sixteen and fourteen team, even with a great net in a solid conference, ever gotten to the NCAA tournament? I'd really have if to they go
2: won their conference tournament. It, yeah, <laughs> they made it to the That's finals. That's the only way.
0: <laughs> Indiana University, Purdue University integrated when they won their. Uh, is it integrated? Is that what it is? I um, think so. Uh, but I, I do want to say this, and then Murph, I'll let you hop in. I think this is a really good basketball team. I think mm-hmm. the Gophers are a good basketball team. and I don't think is truly indicative of the type of team that they are. But before we started recording, Manny, you brought up the old Bill Parcells line. You are what your record is. You are what your record is, and unfortunately, because of some of the lumps that they took early on in the non-conference schedule, where they played four legitimate opponents and lost to all four of them, that's put them in a bad spot, but it has also, I believe, Made them competitive in a lot of these road games. The one thing that I've said numerous times: the final scores have been competitive. I know the Penn State game was. Penn State and Rutgers both got very uh, nasty at points. These guys play hard for Richard Petino and Richard should get a ton of credit for that. I, I don't think I can. I don't think I've. There's not one game in my mind where I feel like the teams quit. So I, I just don't want to be known as doom and gloom guy here. <laughs> it just. There are years where I think it, the NIT is probably fine. And, again, I think they should make the NCAA tournament almost every year, but there's always going to be exceptions. Yeah. If this team goes to the NIT and no-shows it, I'd be upset. But if they're able to win two or three games, maybe get to Madison Square Garden, okay, that's a pretty good season. Well, here's the thing,
2: and then, and then Murph, I'll let you go here, but looking back at the first 23 games of the season, where is the banner win? We well, thought when it when it was Ohio State and Ohio State was ranked third in the country, right. we thought that was gonna be it. Okay, but now we see Ohio State has the same record in the Big Ten as the Gophers do. Right. And then they beat Michigan in January. Michigan was ranked 19th in the country. Now Michigan is six and seven in the Big Ten. They're fighting and to get into the tournament, them. right? So what was look it, at the rest of the schedule? Where where is the banner? Where is the banner win here?
0: Was it Penn State? Even though Penn State at the time wasn't 13th in the country, they were still on the outside Maybe. looking in. Yeah, that
2: might that might be the
0: one. And and but so that I, was at home. By the way, Bizarro World beating Penn State is your, <laughs> be, your yeah. best win of the season. Yeah.
1: Just how how many teams have turned their uh, the the thoughts of them around i mean you look at when was the last time we thought of illinois as as a as a top of the conference kind of team and now they're they're showing that they are same thing with penn state never in my lifetime has penn state been a uh, uh, Top third of the conference. Rutgers kind of is good. Right, that too. Rutgers is good.
0: Have <laughs> <laughs> They <laughs> 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 they deserve it, though, don't they, with yes, that they football yeah. program that they have to watch? Have yeah. they lost at the rack yet? I know they don't. No, nope, I don't they're think 16 so. Yeah, they got it. The okay, so it's I didn't miss a game. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> Not just anybody goes to Piscataway and wins a basketball no. game, at least not in, in 2019, 2020. It really is incredible. And maybe, Murph, to your point, that deserves a little bit of talking to. What a great line, Murph. I want to give you credit for that. They deserve it with their football team. Well, they do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: Have, have you ever, circling way back, have you ever watched a football game in your entire life that you felt more confident that there was almost no way you could lose the game than when the Gophers went this to year? Biscataway no. this year? I was a little nervous at the beginning, like maybe 5% nervous because I was texting you. And then I watched just one awful interception. I went, "This, this poor Rutgers program.
2: <laughs> they, they, they got no shot.
0: They just have no chance." And, and uh, good luck to Greg Schiano, who I genuinely like and is probably a pretty good hire for them. But I don't mean to turn this into a football <laughs> broadcast, but maybe we will or a football <laughs> podcast. What's the upside for Rutgers football in their in their division of the Big Ten? What's the best they can do? Is it eight and four? Is that the absolute best you can do at, well, at they, Rutgers?
2: I think. Well, I think they won. I think they had an eight-win season, maybe 2014 or. I 15 think that
0: maybe, but that was when they first joined. Yeah, I ha- I didn't remember. I that. don't know if, if they that. were still. Were
2: they in the Big Ten yet at that point?
0: I think their first year in the Big Ten, they did end up finishing like eight and four. Mm-hmm. But since then, you know, they were they came from the Big East.
2: They were in the well, they used the to be American, in the, East, the American, the yeah, American. Yeah, sorry. They made the change. Yeah,
0: yeah. Who knows? But yeah. <laughs> oh, to circle back to basketball, we, this seems to happen every every uh, basketball show that we do. The Big Ten standings right now are crazy. Yeah. And the teams towards the top, it's nuts. Excuse me. I'm still alive. I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and look at the teams that may or may not get left out. Ohio State. It's probably comfortably in, but they have a losing record in the Big Ten. It's weird that a team that's comfortably in... Six and seven in the Big Ten, 16 and eight overall. Well, the Gophers have that same conference record, but they're only 12 and 11 overall.
2: Yeah. And the Gophers beat Ohio State twice.
0: Correct. <laughs> yeah. And one team is safely in more than likely Yeah. in Minnesota. And on the right day, maybe if the committee sat down today, they'd put him in. Who knows? I mean, Joel Lenardi's not everything when it comes to this stuff, but he's pretty darn close most years.
1: And I, I think it's pretty. Con- uh... I, I think the the consensus is among the the bracketologists that the Gophers are on you know on the outside looking in at this point, and I I just you you guys talked about it Manny you you mentioned that they have to go five and two to even you know have the conversation at minimum, yeah and if if that's the case I mean you're talking about winning at home against teams like Iowa coming up here on Sunday, or you're talking about upsetting number nine, Maryland, when they come to town, I mean, those are the kind of wins they're going to have to have. And those are not, not the games where you're like, well, oh, you'd like to have that one. No, you have to have that one. And it, you, you combine all that together. Are you going to go on the road and beat Wisconsin at the coal center? Something they seem to never be able to do, even though it is a, it is a, a, a lighter Wisconsin team. It seems this year, but they just never seem to win there. It's so you're talking about all those things coming together, and that's just to maybe you have some work ahead of you in the Big Ten tournament to even get into the the NCAA tournament.
2: Yeah, I think you know if if you're unless they run the table the rest of the way here in the regular season, I think we're looking at them having to win at least one one at bare minimum at least one game in the Big Ten tournament. And who's to that going
1: to be against? Is that going to be right. against Rutgers? I mean, good luck.
2: Yeah. Rutgers.
1: I just I can't I, I can't get Well you're not beating Rutgers. I, I well I just can't get two things out of my head. That's what the pause
0: is. I can't get out of my head that Rutgers hasn't lost a home basketball game all year. Yeah. And I have visions of that uh football game in Piscataway earlier this year that was played in front of about fourteen people. Mm-hmm, I just yeah. those are the two things. You brought up uh football, Murph, and now I just for some reason I can't stop thinking about that poor well,
2: Rutgers football program. <laughs> the spring game
1: just around the corner. There's no. Re- there's uh, no doubt you'd be thinking about football.
2: It is. What's a spring game for Rutgers like? Do you think? <laughs> do they Should, even bother playing one? <laughs> well, could Minnesota just
0: play Rutgers in the spring game? Could, could Could that be done? No, genuinely, I honestly thinking about this though we'll we'll get back to basketball here mo- momentarily and and mix in a, a, a quick uh, quick spot from our friends at Federated Insurance um the spring game is hilarious to me because ever since PJ's got here they've had trouble playing the game So yeah. I think in the month of March he should not say row the boat because I think the universe, associates row the boat with inclement weather. Mm -hmm. Every time he tries to have a spring game, something bad happens. And I feel like since he's been here, they have played in a ridiculous amount of snow games and rain games that just – I think you could add up what he's played in since he's been here, and it would would be more than – what's the word I'm looking for? Precipitation games Mm -hmm. that the university played in prior to his arrival here. Or just
2: extremely, like – Cold games, because I remember the one, the game they lost to Wisconsin at TCF a couple of years ago when they got shut out. Wasn't it like really, really cold? Yeah, it was awful.
0: Yeah, it was awful. Then the day there there was a there was a game, too, where I I told one of my friends, I said, "I, I feel like the Gophers to win this game or I need to score a defensive touchdown. And they did. They the scored. First play, they right? scored a defensive touchdown immediately. And I remember thinking, "Game on! This is the greatest day ever." Game over. Gophers are going to win. And I think they scored one time on offense right. the rest of the game, and it may have been a field goal. Mm-hmm. My my memory's not as great as Manny's is. Let's mix in a very, 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 very quick break. We'll be back and we'll preview the uh, actual game on Sunday at the barn between the Gophers and Iowa at noon on Sunday. Gopher fans, it's Phil Mackey here with a question for you business owners specifically. Have you ever had an insurance claim that left you feeling like you got sacked in the end zone? When something bad happens to the company you built with your blood, sweat, and tears, you don't want to be left sitting on the sidelines waiting to get back in the game. You want your insurance team to be ready with a game plan that helps you recover smoothly so you can get on with running your business. Your local federated representative is ready to create a custom playbook of specialty insurance products and risk management strategies for you. Federated Insurance It's our business to protect yours. Ross Brendel, James Murphy, Manny Hill, Score North Gophers Show. Of course, if you are listening to us, you found us via either Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, or that wonderful, always free with great rewards, Score North mobile app. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Score North Gophers Show. So, Sunday. Iowa comes to the barn, and and Murph, you actually... Sounds like you watched a fair amount, or at least saw a fair amount, or read a fair amount about (laughs) Iowa's last game. I did something. I did something. You did something because you know more other than the final score and that Iowa (laughs) lost the game. That's that's all that I know. Sounds like you got a bit of a more recent scouting report than i do so yeah well
1: it was what you got it was interesting because luca garza scores 38 points great name by the way yeah (laughs) in a game where iowa ends up losing by double digits and he's been i think at this point the the pretty clear big 10 player of the year if if the voting were to happen today um i think daniel oturu is there i think maybe uh, I I think the the preseason was going to be for Cassius Winston to win the award as he's as he's done in the past, but um, I think Luca Garza is the the clear favorite at the moment. But there's still just something Iowa doesn't play any defense. It seems like every single game they're allowing eighty, if not more, points. Manny brought up off uh, off the air that uh, they they had gotten killed by Purdue by over thirty.
2: So one hundred four to sixty eight. Exactly, game,
1: yeah. and and. This might be the game that the Gophers need because – or the team the Gophers need to play. Indiana, which has been up and down all season, they end up shooting 52% from three last night. And maybe I was the team the Gophers need to play to get that three-point shooting going because we've seen in games they've won this year, that's been a big part of their offense and a big part of the reason why they've won the games they won.
2: Well, and I think what we've seen from the Gophers this year is – they have relied so heavily on Daniel Oturu and Marcus Carr to really carry them offensively. And I think to your point, Murph, if if they can find a way to shoot the lights out on the perimeter, if I was this bad defensively, this I think is an opportunity for a guy like Gabe Kalsher to have to have a breakout game. And we're sort of waiting for that yeah. because <laughs> Gabe Gabe was so good as a freshman last year, and you know, this year he's kind of in this, he's kind of having this prototypical sophomore slump, right? Mm-hmm. His, his, his sophomore year isn't as good as his freshman year. This is an opportunity, I think, for him to take some pressure off of or and ruin Carr, spread the floor a little bit with his, with his three-point shooting. At some point, he's too, too good of a shooter to be in this much of a a season-long slump. He has to get going at some point. And I think Sunday is the perfect opportunity for him to do so.
0: I think the Kelsher issue with him struggling offensively underscores how this team has gotten to 12 and 11 and where they're at. If you don't have great days from Carr and you don't have a great day from Oturu and you can't pair that with a great day from Kelsher, it's really tough to win. Mm -hmm. If you can get two of them to play well and dominate, mainly Carr and Oturu more than likely you're going to win depending on the opponent but if one of them is off and Calsher's not on where's the rest of the production coming from because yeah. it really isn't coming from the bench we no. know we know that i mean god bless a lot of the guys who are playing but it's 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 been painful a few times to watch some of them willis has been up and down. Is that fair to say? I mean, he had the
1: one, you know, obviously the career day against Wisconsin, which is something, I mean, it was great to see, but we haven't seen that enough to, to be able to depend on it or assume he's going to score in double digits even. So I I think it's still going to be on Calcher to be that, that third cog in the machine uh, to, to make, to make the offense work,
0: it's fair to say, barring winning the Big Ten tournament, which in all honesty could happen. The Big Ten so wide open, everyone it could happen. can win it. Honestly, mm-hmm. like
1: that's why I think th- this tournament might be. I, it is going to be the most fun Big Ten tournament that we've seen because. More often than not, you know who the one, two, maybe three teams who have a chance to win it are. This year, I mean, if Indiana gets hot and wins it, are we going to be surprised? If Rutgers gets hot and wins it, are we going to be
0: surprised? at Rutgers, <laughs> no. third time in the podcast. The two teams that would surprise <laughs> me, obviously, would be Nebraska and Northwestern. Yeah, right. No, right, and, right. But yeah. nobody else would surprise me. But their path to the NCAA tournament is, it, it's a must win on sunday right it includes yeah. their path to the white house joke intended for political season <laughs> mm-hmm. i was a primary and they need to win it right they they they, there they you go they need to win it to keep going to stay in the race they need to win on sunday mm-hmm. noon at the barn right i'm, I'm not wrong on this no 100
2: no, percent agree
1: because it's a it's a Iowa, I th- I think you you might get a pretty good effort from Iowa coming off this loss against uh, Indiana. However, you have to take advantage that the of, of you're not playing for at this point. It's going to be an eight day hiatus when they play on Sunday. And Iowa just played on Thursday, so you have to take advantage of that. Even though they're going to come out strong, I think because it's a game Iowa needs too. They mm-hmm. they can't just keep dropping games if they want to if they want to uh, be at the uh, the seed that they want, which is I'm assuming top five uh, based on how they've played this season. And if 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 uh, if the Gophers want any chance of of being able to to uh, crack a spot in the NCAA tournament, this is one of the ones they need.
0: So heading into tonight, and it's big for many reasons, not just for the Gophers to Keep those NCAA hopes and dreams alive. But right now, Iowa currently sits in fifth. Record date of this podcast is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to my sweethearts, James Murphy and Manny Hill. Very happy Valentine's Day to you guys. My Valentine's Day, the majority of it's being spent with you. The rest is a frozen pizza and my cat. There you so go. very I've happy Valentine's Day to all of you. You and yours listening, if you're listening today. I, I've already lost my train of thought. Oh, here's where I was going. Gophers are only a game and a half but behind Iowa. Iowa's in fifth, Gophers are in ninth. Win can really help you out there. Gentlemen, I don't know how much more we want to break down the game on Sunday other than it's important, Gophers need to come up big. To Murph's point, yeah, this could be the opponent that you need to maybe shoot your way out of some woes and get some other guys going. The the absolute catastrophe would be that Iowa comes here, keeps scoring points, and then you mm-hmm. don't score any. That's that's the doomsday scenario. The, the thing
1: is, they will. Iowa will get their points. So you yeah. have to be able to because Luca Garza is going to. He's going to get his right. So you
2: it, just it's that stop the other guys. It's
1: stopping the other guys and it's being able to match firepower with firepower and and just win in a shootout because they Iowa has not been in a low scoring game this year if if my memory serves me correct. So they. they you you're going to need to score points in this game
0: better name luka garza or luka doncic
1: i like luka doncic yeah. it's it's uh it kind of flows but i luka garza is a good name
0: too doncic is fun to say mm-hmm. yeah ld yeah. too ld sounds better than lg yeah, and, LD uh, also makes me think of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs>
1: question, question for you guys too, because this was a thought I, I was having. Doesn't it just feel like Luca Garza's maybe not an NBA player? Like he'll get there, obviously. Like I feel like he'll be drafted, but mm-hmm. does he? To me, just doesn't feel like he's going to be a success. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think with the way the NBA is is trending it's hard to really figure out with bigs. And Mm -hmm. and that's where I kind of wonder about Daniel Oturu, who I think will get drafted in the first round if he comes out after this year. Um, But with the way the NBA is trending, it's, it's, it's different for big guys. Now you got to step outside and hit and hit shots on the perimeter. And if, if Garza is capable of doing that, if he can develop that, then yeah, I think he's got a shot. But if you're just sort of a, big plotting big man that just gets all his points in the paint I mean that that style of of big man has really kind of gone extinct in the NBA I
0: also just think it's tough uh, picking the college players and deciding who's going to translate and play well at the next level yeah generally it's safe to assume for the most part picks one through five ten to have an impact five through ten a good chunk of them do mm-hmm. ten through three Forty, even into the second round, it, it seems to be an absolute crapshoot. Right, right. You could be taken fifteenth overall and end up being the best player in the draft, or one of the best players, or you could be taken fifteenth overall and you're not in the league in three or four years. Right. The college basketball—it's just so tough to project. And that's why guys get paid a bunch of money to try and figure it out. I have two questions for you guys mm-hmm. on the way out the door and closing on this edition of the Score North Gophers Show. If Actually, just knowing what we know now, the season, I would say, for the Gophers, I don't know how successful it's been, but it hasn't been unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. It's been a pretty solid season. If Daniel Oturu comes back next year, but a month ago I thought he wouldn't, now I'm starting to believe the odds are better that he will. I don't think it's super high. Mm. I think it's probably 60 40 65 35 I
2: think it's depend on where he thinks he's going to get Correct. If he if he thinks he's going to be a second round pick then I think he'll come back.
0: But if he comes back, what the team's going through this year and what they've shown, this feels like it could be a really good go for basketball team next year if o 2 a part of it. If he's not buckle up. It'll be it'll yeah.
1: be similar to this year where you know you're missing you always you wonder i mean the 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 thoughts always going to be there but you add Amir coffee to this team and what does yeah. it look like
2: senior leadership yeah and totally
1: so it'll be i think another one of uh, another you know kind of reshuffling if he does leave but yeah i think to Ross's point if if oturu does come back just another year of um, of growing for all these guys, especially that sophomore or the, the current sophomore class growing together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, it could be pretty exciting next year.
2: Yeah, if he comes back and you get a, a sort of a bounce back year from Gabe Kausher as a junior next season, then yeah, this is a team that could be pretty good. And you're going to have Marcus Carr again, I believe. And, you know, that's going to be, that's, that has a chance to be a good team, but they're going to need Oturu to return. And I'm just I'm I'm not sure I'm just not sure he's gonna be back because it's it's money talks man and yeah. reckless if, if, speculation <laughs> you know if they I did see in a mock draft and again this is this is February so I want knows, a mock who knows what the NBA mock draft for 2020 is gonna look like you know four months from now but I did see in this one mock draft they had O2 were going in like the late teens in oh. the first round. And if that's the case, he if gone. that's where he's going to go, then yeah, I think he's going to enter the draft.
0: Let's close with this, boys, unless anybody had anything to add. Did I cut you off, Murph? No, no, no. Okay. Let's close with this. Give me the two teams, all star. Give me the two teams you envision going farthest right now as we sit. Again, record date, Valentine's Day 2020. The two teams that will go the farthest from the Big Ten. In the NCAA tournament. I got a weird feeling Rutgers is gonna wind up in the Elite Eight. Fourth time. I've Fourth
1: just, time Rutgers has been brought up. I've but just, let's go. I just
0: I just I got a weird feeling. They they play great defense and they just they keep shooting. I I I had seen and and well I heard through somebody, went back and found it. Their coach has literally said now a few times we don't think any shot's a bad shot they just they love to shoot and if they their theory is if we just shoot more than you they're gonna go yeah. in right we'll get enough to go in I got a weird feeling about Rutgers going far I'm gonna make them one of my two teams the other one also not ranked I'll never count out Tom Izzo I, I feel like yeah. I feel like Michigan State will also be playing has a chance to be playing in the final four or the elite eight so the two teams that I'm going to hitch my wagon to right now in mid-February as the Big Ten teams that will go the farthest are Michigan State and Rutgers. Murph, what you got? So a week ago, for sure one of my top two... Does it count as five times if I say Rutgers again? Well,
1: yeah. And I then mean, this we, would be the sixth time. We could keep adding <laughs> to it,
0: yeah. Um, Sorry. A,
1: a week ago, if you would have asked me this question, I no doubt would have had the Illini in there. But with the the... Injury to Desunmu, and we don't know what that team's going to look like without him. He's been probably other than uh, Kofi Coburn, their be- their best player. So, and, and nothing really, I mean, he didn't, it wasn't a season-ending injury, but we just don't know. I, I don't know if I can put them in there. You're right on on Michigan State. The fact that they're not ranked right now, I think they're maybe flying under the radar as, as, of, as of now, um, especially if they get hot in that Big Ten tournament. Um, if they end up going far or even winning it, they have to be one. So I'm going to go with them, and I, I, I'm going to have a kind of a tie between Maryland and Rutgers. I, I think Maryland. We I, I've been a little bit hesitant to buy into them because it just seems like they a lot of times they they struggle in some of their wins um, they they just don't seem like if, if I'm picking a team that I want to get to the elite eight or final four I don't know if Maryland's my first choice but we'll see how they finish the year and then Rutgers as well um, just how they've played at home Ross brought up their um, their I like they, they they almost look like an NBA team with how fast-paced they go um, in the in the half court so I, I I'm gonna go Rutgers. Tied with Maryland, and then my other choice is um, uh, is Michigan State.
2: I'm going to go with Michigan State for a lot of the the reasons that you guys brought up. I mean, I don't think you can ever count out Tom, Tom Izzo. Whenever it looks like they're not going to be a great team, then they then you look up and then they're in the Elite Eight, the Sweet Sixteen, or right. maybe even the Final Four. It's usually when they're ranked very high, when they're like when they get like a one or two seed, that's when they get bounced in like the round of 32 or something like that. Um, So I'll pick them. I I also think, believe it or not, I think Penn State has a chance to go on a deep run. I was waiting for
1: someone to pick them. The
2: reason why is, and this was the, I told you guys during the break that I had a funny stat for you guys. Here's the reason why I think Penn State could go on a deep run in the NCAA tournament. They are the only team right now in the Big Ten. So this is a conference with 14 teams. They are the only team right now with a winning record away from home. They're 5-3 and three on the road. Now, you're playing in neutral site games in the NCAA tournament, obviously. You're not playing true road games. But I think that road record shows that they, of all the teams in the Big Ten, they seem to be the most comfortable playing away from home than any of, any of the other 13 teams in the conference. And I think you put them in a situation where they're the NCAA tournament on a neutral site every single time, I think that they have a chance to go to go maybe the furthest in the conference. And then, like I said, Michigan State is probably the other.
0: All right, boys, remember those teams, and we'll review maybe Final Four, around the Final Four, and see how we did. Two things to point out. One, I don't know why this always makes me laugh. When you look at the standings, you were mentioning the road records. I thought I would verify, and you're right. Penn State, the only team with a winning record. You scan all the way down, you see Nebraska's 0-9 away from, boy, why am I blanking? What do we call that one now? The whatever their beautiful facility is. Doesn't matter, but they're 0-9 on the road, right? <laughs> Sorry. Delaney
2: all... or the De- Delaney Arena Center or something yeah. like that, I think. No clue. Yeah,
0: I no just clue. laugh at what is in the column next. It says they're 0-9 away from home. The streak, they've lost nine. Thank you, ESPN. I never <laughs> would have been able to put that together without seeing that in the uh, standings in the stat sheet. Secondly, score North Gophers faithful. I want to point out people like to paint me as the negative one. Neither Manny Hill nor James Murphy put the Gophers as one of their final two teams still playing in the NCAA tournament. So it's not just me. Send me a tweet at (laughs) Manny084.
2: Go right ahead.
0: With that, gentlemen, we will get out of here. This has been a ton of fun at Murph underscore MN on Twitter. At Manny Hill eighty four on Twitter, I am at Brendel Ross, B R E N D E L Ross Pinnacle on the Twitter. Bank machine. Arena,
2: by the way, is the name of where. Nebraska I knew plays. they had
0: a sponsor. They, but I, it was. I told Jess Myers they print money down in Lincoln, so Bob, that, it used <laughs> to
2: be the Bob Devaney Sports Center.
0: Okay, so you yeah. were right to a degree. Yeah, not right for
2: different. It's a different arena, but it used to be. Yeah, but
1: by, by the way, you guys were talking about road records. Uh, the Gophers on the road this year, they're one and eight. Uh, the Northwestern Wildcats are one in seven, so just a thought. The Gophers Ugh. a worse road record than Northwestern.
2: Than the worst team of the conference.
0: I don't want to think about what a loss in Lincoln or Evanston would do to my to my psyche. I don't want to know.
2: Well we've seen losses in Evanston. Let's more. let's
0: just <laughs> not let's get out here on a happy note. Gophers win on Sunday, and it won't even
2: be close. That's all I got for you guys. I think I think they actually do have a good, a pretty good chance to win on Sunday. Well, now
1: that we all think that they're going to lose, right? Like (laughs) since we're all, I mean, ESPN, as I mentioned in our uh, off the air, in uh, their basketball power index, ESPN has them a fifty nine percent chance to win. On Sunday. So we'll see. We got a shot.
0: Look at this positivity, guys. Before you know it, we'll be previewing a spring game. <laughs> All That's it for this edition of the Score North Gopher Show. Thank you so much for listening.